Hi, my name is Chandan Perla and you are listening to High on Tranquility, the podcast about people's stories and experiences and a lot more. This is an episode with Vivek Mehta. Vivek is the head of marketing at a venture capital firm called New Tribe Capital. This is an episode where we talk about personal life, careers, venture capital overall obviously. And on top of that, we talk about goals that really push us forward. Well, I would say this is an episode that you must listen and this is a really special episode for me and for High on Tranquility overall. Hope you enjoy. Let's get started. Let's get started with the basic question. How do you explain VC for someone who is a six-year-old? Entire, you know, the idea about a VC is investing. You know, like what people look up to for a VC is investment. Like I have got an idea. We are, you know, I am building that. But what will actually drive that or bring that idea into action will be the capital that is backing me. Right? Because today, anything that you go forward with needs money. And... where does this money comes from so this comes from investors and there are as i say as we proceed i'll be talking about more of onto this that there are types of investors but um vc is particularly different from any kind of other private or angel investors in terms of the strategic value add that they have. so there are various types of investors that they can look up to one is private investors second one are angel investors then there are some kind of you know uh, hedge funds or you know institutional investors and then comes vcs so what do private investors do now private investors are someone as in i would say that let's say i have a friend of mine who is a good comes from a good to do well to do family and he has got a lot of wealth with him so i can ask him for a favor where i can ask them for you know i have this amazing idea could you just invest in that and i shall provide you the returns whatsoever it may be that you are expecting so this person acts as a private investor because he doesn't expect anything from me other than the returns that he wants okay so he is just doing as a part of favor whatever you can say then comes angel investors angel investors are usually what you see on shark tank correct so shark tank has has been on a very big boom lately in india so what happens is these people uh, definitely invest into your companies or your ideas and startups in return for the equity correct when it comes to equity they get a part of your company they get a, a percentage of your company and in return to that they also provide some kind of a little bit of value add or you know their expertise that in, in which they deal with so that is about the angel investors so these investor angel investor has substantially a bigger amount of uh, size of investment than as compared to the private ones and uh, yep talking of the value add they not only invest but they also provide some kind of expertise that they hold on to them then comes the part of uh, vcs now what vc do is just give given an example if all of these angel investors combine together they invest as a team so that would be called as vc so this makes the investment size very much bigger right i mean wherein you were investing let's say 10 lakh rupees today uh, combining 10 of them you can invest 1 crore rupees so that is that is about it so and other than that this part vcs also provide you with a lot of strategic value like be it your marketing setup be it your you know like uh, some kind of uh, legal setup some kind of uh, supply or whatever that you are dealing with vcs help you connect with the right people into the industry and ensure that you break through that because ultimately they are risking your, their money upon you so that is about vcs got it got it uh, i missed the small part over here about the hedge funds and institutional investors so these people they are more or less as a combination of uh, vcs and banks so they do have a returns so um, these hedge funds and uh, them not all of them ask for the equity into the company but they provide more of uh, you know they provide a bigger amount of money but as a percentage of loan so that is again upon discussion and upon the type of project or the company that you are investing in so it depends on to that but mostly it would be you know like on a loan basis that got it got it got it so talking more about new trap capital it's all about managing millions by bunch of handful people uh what's the team size vivek like is it like 5 6 yeah 7 7 so there are seven of us so there are four fund partners and then there are three of us who are the so how does it look like how does your day look like is it like super hectic because it's it's all the numbers are in millions millions of dollars by the yeah. way yeah how do you do it i'll tell you about it so honestly currently we are living into a remote world okay 
but other than this part i would say when when let's talk about the offline world first so uh, uh, an average day of a venture capitalist looks like you know uh, you might have seen those uh, hollywood movies where the person dresses up he has got so many calls lined up he has his assistant calling him and he just rushes into the meeting room finishes off one meeting has to take another one so that is an exactly how a day looks like so usually what what it it is like for us here is we have got a lot of projects every day you just imagine you know every other person that you meet has got one or the other idea in the business in whatever business that they are dealing with definitely knowing that you come from a vc they shall be their main ask would be for investment so we come across so many people so usually we have to you know either say no to most of them or if it sounds interesting then to get to know more about them so our usual day looks like you know getting onto more meetings knowing more about the projects of what they are doing and then studying the market as well so here we're talking not only about an average vc firm but let's talk about particularly about new tribe capital how it looks like all of us we are working across the globe so i am situated in india our entire team is based in dubai then there's our fund partner double uh, who has been uh, based in australia and uh, yep so we keep traveling and uh, working across the different time zones so what it is exactly is first part is analyzing the market since we invest into the crypto and blockchain projects only it is very much important to understand the market of uh, how the market has been acting how's the, what's the market current trend what are the projects or what is you know like within crypto as well there is defi there are nfts there is gaming metaverse so what is the particular vertical which seems to be growing into the particular into this uh, one quarter or let's say the upcoming quarter so that is what we does we do the market analysis so this is part of the analyst team then there so other than the analyst then we then we create our investment strategy like for this particular quarter we would be investing into more of uh, defi layer 0 layer 1 blockchains and all that part so if that is the market trend then we shall be looking on to for more such projects so here me i act as the head of marketing and the partnerships as well so my job here in particular is to you know look out or you know reach out to more of these projects the projects which are upcoming from the defi sector from the layer 0 layer 1 blockchains and uh, so depending on the strategy to reach out to these projects set up the calls with them introduce them with our team and post their introduction our analyst team analyzes the project if, if it looks good to go and if it fits our investment strategy and if it has got very good fundamentals worth investing i shall talk about more uh, about what are the investment fundamentals that we look into approaching but if it looks good to go and if all of them are uh, a green flag to us then we go forward for investing then there are our other fund partners uh, which i forgot to mention in the other part uh, juliet sue she's our pr uh, head then there's victor who is our head of comms and uh, then there's prashant so he is our cto so each one of has uh, got different roles so juliet usually you know she uh, she is uh, in charge of uh, making more you know growing our partnerships uh, ecosystem growing our uh, vc uh, ecosystem and talking about talking with more of the projects and all that stuff so she acts as the face of the company at times then talking of victor victor um, is again one of the famous guys from the industry he has got a very huge network of kols kols stand yeah kols stand for key opinion leader okay so key opinion leader into that one particular industry so these are influencers as well but they are termed as kols into the crypto industry so these are these are the ones which you might have come across on youtube who create youtube videos about financial advice okay. like these are the five coins i see would boom into mm-hmm. this with kols is there any regulation that happens with regards to the news that floats around no 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 so the these these kols are we manage them doesn't mean that we are moderating mm-hmm. them what what, by, what i mean by managing them is see there's a there are a lot of projects that come okay. across and crypto is a volatile industry yes. you know it's a very dynamic industry the market never sleeps and it is very uncertain so hence the fact that crypto is risky mm-hmm. so invest at your own risk so that is a I mean, you might have also heard of this thing that dyor do your own yeah, research yeah. so yeah so that is about the crypto part so in this very volatile and dynamic industry it is very important for a project to survive consider the fact that it should have very good fundamentals it should have very good base of the idea that they are pitching into the market and it should survive so in when talking about this industry it needs very good exposure for any any hmm. project or any idea it needs very good exposure and brand okay. awareness and how you get it around this noise is from uh, the marketing part you know it's all about the hype that you need to create you might be you know let's say dwell into an example about dogecoin 
you know nobody knew dodge yeah. but that one particular person elon musk when he came out and he made a tweet dodge coin just boomed you know yeah. it just skyrocketed people even thinking twice about what does the coin exactly does it was just a sheer meme coin meme coin nothing it has no fundamental value according to me per se though it might have been created for some intent at least let's just believe to that but you know it all depended on that one particular person whenever he comes out he create, he makes a tweet or he says something about that uh, one coin it would just boom it so that is the job of uh, you know a particular kol so now these kols if you consider one individual and he has got a own community of his uh, followers he has got a community of his be it on youtube he would be having thousands of subscribers be it on telegram he would be having some thousands of uh, subscribers as well there a channel of them a discord community if he is into gaming or something like that so we target these people usually i mean when we say we i am saying that projects target these people and they ask us ask them to promote their project so their particular job would be to you know create more engaging content about the the the, the their project and say that you know like this coin is definitely going to boom they have got good fundamentals it has got uh, it is solving some real real life problem and people start believing into that so that gets gets them more buyers more sellers creates more liquidity and that's how a coin or or any kind of cryptocurrency will boom correct, correct, correct. so this is all the marketing side of the space right yeah this is exactly the marketing side this is basically the pr side as mm-hmm, well mm-hmm, of course so tell me more about the work that happens behind how how many how many researchers work behind okay how do you analyze the outcome is it uh, there is no specific yeah. click through rate that you can get on a web3 space yeah. but how do you analyze and assess yeah, 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 yeah. this uh, roi yeah yep 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 so but, uh, again one interesting question over here chandra so i'll tell you um let's go back in 2020 you know when the just lockdown had just hit it was uh, you know covid wave going on everyone was very afraid and that was the time when people started knowing more about crypto so see crypto has been there since a very long time it's been more than 10 12 years since crypto has been there but lately during this particular time since it was covid and financial markets were falling all the stock markets were falling people started knowing more about crypto and investors you know may, you know changed the sentiment from investing into stocks to going into crypto and that's where the market started booming again whatever was falling started rising again so at this particular point every 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 you know like every certain uh, after every certain period of interval the market changes and the market sentiments also change so when it was falling the investor sentiments were was to sell it but when it was rising everyone wants to buy it so that they can uh, they can ride the rally and get some returns onto it so every market during this rising one or falling one has a trend so we analyze this trend like if currently we are, i am talking by perspective of 2020 we are sitting in 2020 the market is booming the market is booming and uh, what are the projects that are booming we analyze them okay so we see these are the 10 projects which are currently on a very high rise they have they are seeing massive change and positive change for the last uh, one month or everything and then we see the reason behind it what is it one thing would be the you know like just the audience traction like they have got a community who is you know just believing a lot of it and do that and they are shilling it shilling means sharing it across talking more about it so if today i go and talk about that i believe in uh, xyz coin so my linkedin people starts believing into that and they just go blindly and buy that so that is called shilling part but second part is the actual analysis part which we do so these five projects they are booming so what are these five projects they come from defi space they come from uh, gaming space okay so what in gaming what is the one problem that they are solving they should be revolutionizing something or some kind of problem or some they should be bridging some gap which has been out there into the traditional market and which has been solved by this web3 uh, web3 solution correct and that's that's where the existence of the project comes to life if it is solid enough we go and to analyzing deeper together then we see the scope of that you see sometimes it is just a momentary uh, rally yeah, as well yeah. like yeah i mean everyone is uh, you know gamers uh, are start, you know the gamer number of gamers have increased the number of subscribers are increasing so people are moving into gaming if they find it fun and everything that is all good but the problem that this project is solving how long is supposed to uh, this is supposed to exist is it on a very long run is this going to be there for the next 6 uh, months or 12 months down the lane and if it does then what is the strength of it then we also analyze we have the, we do the swot analysis as well like the strengths as i talked uh, as i talked about 
the weaknesses what are the you know like the the cons to this what could be you know uh, opposing this that could make the trend fall again what is the opportunity where this can strike through again and create its own presence mm. and what are the threats so this is a, these are the th- sort analysis so we study this entire one uh, market first then we go deep dive into what are the upcoming projects which are you know emerging into this and what are the problem that they are solving post that then we go into you know analyzing one particular project about what is the team behind what do they do how are they pitching this problem and all that stuff we study the tokenomics tokenomics basically means i would say just as uh, we have the financial reports of any kind of stock market company before investing we read the financial reports like what are the quarterly reports what are their yearly reports annual reports uh, what what are the ebitda and all these stuff so we study these stuff just into the crypto market it is known as a tokenomics we understand the uh, nitty gritties of the company as in like the company has a token how they are breaking it uh, you know how are they distributing it among the markets in the early stages which is called as the seed stage then the private sale which consists of the strategic round and the private rounds then what are, what are they offering into the public round what are they offering to the investors i mean what percentage are they ready to liquidate it what percentage are they ready to uh, you know uh, provide it to the public so uh, the uh, public round are usually called as tg tg is called as a, uh, the total genesis event so total genesis event is when a token is launched onto any exchanges or it is made uh, public it is made available to the public so that is called as a tge then comes the vesting vesting part is known as the uh, what you could say the distribution schedule like uh, usually i'll just giving an example a project has 18 months of linear vesting at 3 months cliff 3 months cliff means post the tg after 3 months vesting vesting means distributing distributing so as i say so uh, again i'll give an analogy like when uh, a project comes to shark tank and they say that uh, we are giving you 10 lakh rupees for in return of 10% of your company's mm. equity so this 10% doesn't just get transferred into this right i mean this one hand i give them 10 lakh this other hand i don't get 10% just like that so this is yeah so there's a, a, a strategic and systematic distribution of their equity within uh, within a certain period of time and this is called as a vesting schedule or the distribution schedule so, so definitely that goes for us when we invest 200000 300000 into one particular project we get 300000 worth of the company's tokens okay which would consolidate to certain percentage of their total supply let's say we are getting 4% of their total supply for the money that we are investing in so this 4% will stand for some amount like 4% equals to let's say 1 million tokens okay 1 million uh, we are totally unaware of the price right now we are not talking about the price but i'm just saying that 4% of their total supply will account to 1 lakh of their uh, 1 okay. lakh tokens of their total supply yeah so now this is not the case that we we give a check of $3000 and the other side we get just 1 lakh tokens uh, of their project in our wallet and we could just sell them off and then we'll become millionaires no this doesn't work like that so how it works is post our investment there's a vesting schedule as i said so tg as i said is the launch and post the tg that is post post the launch we after 3 months cliff when i uh, when i talk about cliff so cliff uh, means uh, after 3 months of gap after 3 months of lo- since the launch of the token we shall be starting receiving the tokens of what what has been promised like what happens in this 3 months Until, like uh, is it so crucial why is this a 3 month fixed so this is not a uh, fix so cliff period depends usually cliff period uh, cliff period is you know like 2 uh, months usually it is not uh, in months it is in weeks by the way but uh, this is the time which uh, the project takes to uh, settle into the market let's just say or to analyze the market like what happens is whenever a project or whenever a token or a coin has been launched on any kind of exchange there is, there are two things one thing it would just boom second thing it would cre- uh, it would uh, you know suffer a very Bad big slump. backlash yeah, yeah backslide so it is very much unexpected mm-hmm. right i mean if we get the tokens at this particular point there are chances if uh, we may make 10x of that or we just go like minus 10x mm-hmm. anything could happen so these this is a time where ultimately this is one thing and second thing is also the liquidity correct i mean if they provide us the tokens right at the launch itself what is it that they are holding on to themselves in? you know they should be ultimately 
if they are providing us tokens that means they are providing us a return of what we have invested into them and if we and if we start receiving it then and there itself we, we shall definitely will sell it then we don't have anything in our hand correct exactly yeah, yeah. so that is a part of the liquidity as well right. so um so it is it is what when in crypto languages it's called a bump and hump so bump is going above hump is going makes down sense, makes so, sense yeah yeah, yeah. Me, yeah. so that is about like it so one big question when you talk everything about this sure. what about what about fear like it's a huge x factor that makes a lot of sense especially when you're putting millions online so uh-huh. uh what do you see this factor yeah. as sure it is see i always say this venture capital is a business of high risk high return it has always been this way doesn't matter which industry you are dealing in you are a venture fund investing in crypto you are a venture fund investing in d2c you are a venture fund investing into supply chain fashion tech whatever it has always been high risk high return because ultimately you tell me chandan today if you come forward to me and you tell me that um vivek i have got this amazing idea give me a pitch i am pretty much impressed at this particular time i don't know where you come from i don't know but you know what have you done in the past what is your you know what is your background what is your track record and everything what i am betting is what you are presenting it to me right now here you have a project i am impressed by the idea that you have brought it to me on the table second thing i am betting is on you i see your the passion in yourself for this particular project you would do anything you would you know you would just you can make it or break it for this one thing to uh, to get successful and uh, yep so that, that that is the the strength in the idea your passion towards the project so these are all the things that we are betting on to it so it is very much crucial as i said so and talking of the fear that you that your question coming to the question yes it has been our uh, it's not let's just say a fear it is let's say as a risk hmm. factor there has been some investments of us wherein you know like we have invested a very good amount of money in them and then some particular day the project just you know receives a very big backlash all of the money just goes you have to dump it then uh, often at times it has happened that the project that we have invested in they are just vanished away they run away you that cannot do anything i mean it happens yeah it happens just imagine i mean you are you are sitting you are uh, sitting over here i am you know we are virtually pitching i provide you some money definitely we are bounded some by some legal terms and everything but if tomorrow onwards you just switch off everything mm-hmm. your mobile your laptop everything just go off the grid take my money and run away where am i supposed to find you mm-hmm. you know definitely i i will file complaints against you and all that part is true but for me it is the risk that i'm taking by betting on to you got it so do you know about this uh, the structure the statue of fearless girl by any chance in the uh, in the boston in boston so uh, there's a structure of a big bull right uh, yep so ba- so basically um, you might have seen this in a lot of um, movies and stuff where there's a big bull and there's a, a woman standing it's a girl it's a girl standing right in front of it in front of the bull and staring right in, inside the eyes of the bull so uh, that basically represents the entire idea of uh, fear and the amount of uh, the new indexes that are getting in the uh, the amount of throttle that they require and today the very same stock in, uh, exchange manages more than 3.8 trillion dollars and uh, so it's it's all just so wonderful because the amount of intention that they put in when they are building something when they are starting an index right in that very place to the point where it is today that is almost like half a decade sorry half a century later so th- that's a long term game and they don't really see people sustaining from that point till today uh, i mean it's a big question even if the people who start who made those investments are they still there today so how do you see that relating with the uh, crypto space So again this comes to the risk part uh, risk, uh, risk part as well i'm saying i mean isn't it see see uh, while we invest in any kind of project no definitely we look for the long run i mean if today we are investing a good amount of money into a project we need to be very very much sure that this project is going to succeed for 6 months down the lane correct 10 months down the lane consider the fact that the market is very uncertain you see what happens is in the stock market world what you are referring is to let's talk that the company has got fundamentals you see they have got their financial reports with them they have got their performance track record but what we invest in is an early stage crypto project i mean this is just starting off it is an ideation stage they are just building it currently there is just a team of founders 
who are you know who are pit, uh, putting into their time and efforts to build one kind of an mvp uh, a product or a service into the industry and they are trying to disrupt the market with whatever the idea that they have on the table got exactly. it and talk yeah 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 and talking of this so jitna jaldi hai utna hi uncertain bhi see i mean if i today talk about a company of level of tata or mahindra or uh, again startups let's talk about startups so zomato swiggy they are pretty much stable startups if today you would be getting an opportunity to invest into swiggy or zomato would you deny that no way definitely not because you know the company how it is performing but we are investing into a company which has way way earlier when zomato was not even known exactly. we are investing into lenskart back in 2010 mm-hmm. when they, they the logo was even not made properly so we are betting on to such such terms where we don't even know what the outcome would be but what we know is our analysis and we trust that we we believe into our 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 analysis report we believe on to uh, the study that we have done for this project and we believe into that one person or that project or the idea which they are pitching us to so if today the project walks in and they ask for a, an investment we analyze the market trend okay what is what is trending currently the gaming sector is trending we see gaming will definitely boom by the end of this quarter and and it aligns to our investment strategy okay so this is a green signal second thing there are a lot of gaming projects why this exactly correct every you might have heard like there are so many competitors what is that one thing that you are doing differently so that usp that usp that unique selling proposition should be very much solid and crystal clear I mean, it should be something that should really disrupt mm. it. So you might have heard of this term called play to earn. Okay, tell me more about it. Play to earn, yeah. So play to earn basically this is a, a trend. You know, these are a, this is a category of gaming, uh, wherein you know the game the gaming platforms offer the players in terms of tokens or NFTs right, right, for right, 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 right. the amount that they play. Yeah. yeah. So they are yeah. So they are earning. The more they play, the more exactly. they earn. So this is the play to earn category gaming. so play to earn was so how does this last, business work how does this business business work like the amount of time that the audience spend what is the data that mm-hmm. the companies analyze and what is more valuable than i mean what is the metric that makes a lot of sense in this business yeah so i mean that is a part of a, i would say i mean that is more of to a gaming side of part which i am not very much aware but this is how it works that the more the, they they play the games the more they get rewarded so what they how they get rewarded is they don't get actual you know like tangible yeah. money they get rewarded in terms of tokens whatever the gaming tokens would be so each every every kind of you know that the, the game you you see, they have a token initial and, amount of tokens let's say i earn while playing a game that can be a snowball mm-hmm. effect for it to run on the mainstream market on a long term um, in the span of let's say 6 7 months yeah definitely uh, so you are talking about the impact in a positive in a positive, way or way, negative? In a positive way. let's consider the positive side of it yeah uh, okay 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 yeah it does it does because see traditional gaming has been what if you remember your earlier days of school or my yeah, days of Mario. school how the gaming used to be we used to play vice yeah. city oh, yeah. gta vice city we used to play road yeah. rash Tell me more games. I don't remember, but these were the games which you used the to play. The entire mini clip side of it. Okay, mini clip. Yeah, yeah. The, those games. So how we used to we used to just download them. Uh, let's talk about PC game for now, not the mobile games. We used to download the games. We used to play it for hours and hours. And what was it that you were getting? But then some one particular one individual came to the market and he thought, man, this is Web three, right? You are rewarded for whatever task yeah. you are doing. Like you have heard of Brave Brave browser. You are rewarded for the browsing amount of browsing. Yeah, browsing time that you are spending particular browser. So then that particular person thought of integrating it into gaming also. कि यार आप जितना game खेल रहे हो, हम उस चीज़ का आपको फायदा होना चाहिए ना gaming से मज़ा तो आ रहा है. I mean it is your fun, it is your passion. But you should also be rewarded in that. And then came the idea of play to earn. So you are rewarded in terms of tokens. You accumulate those tokens and then you sell it into the market. So often these are not tokens. These are also NFTs. So, like, uh, there are a, le- a recent a lot of games that we invested in. That there is uh, Katana Inu, there is Siders. I'm not sure whether you have heard of these no. games, but these are all metaverse or uh, yeah, gamify play to earn based right. games where you go. You also now Katana Inu is a kind of uh, what you could say. You remember the game called Shadow yeah, Fight? I still play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is. Yeah, it is more. It is just like a Shadow Fight game wherein you have characters. you have so these entire characters also they they can be sold in form of nfts into their marketplaces mm. they can be traded mm. 
so you have a character you go into the game you play it you have fights you earn rewards rewards would be again in terms of tokens you accumulate these tokens and then you sell it in the market and that's how you earn it so the more you play it you more you will be either winning or losing each part will be you know attached with some kind of rewards and these rewards would be in tokens or nfts and that you can trade it so that has been the entire uh, business model of a uh, play to earn games and that is the reason that it, they were they have been on a very uh, boom recently and so have uh, has it been favorable for us as well we have been investing in a lot of them okay so just on a sideline what do you think about netflix mm-hmm. largest lump of of their decade like 30% decrease in their share price is not easy i mean mm-hmm. yeah what do you think about it see i believe har cheez ka na time hota hai i remember in 2018 jab सीक्रेट गेम्स आया था सीक्रेट गेम्स एंड मिर्जापुर ओके दे केम इनटू द सेम टाइम जोन या सो दिस वाज द टाइम व्हेन ओटीटी प्लेटफॉर्म्स वर बिग इट्स 2019 न्यू अबाउट आई स्टिल रिमेंबर द टाइम व्हेन पीपल अराउंड मी वर सुपर क्रेजी अबाउट दीस टू शोस या या सो बट लेट्स टॉक अबाउट 2018 बिकॉज़ दिस वाज द टाइम व्हेन पीपल गॉट टू नो अबाउट ओटीटी टॉक्स नेटफ्लिक्स एवरीवन न्यू अबाउट नेटफ्लिक्स एवरीवन न्यू अबाउट अमेजन प्राइम एज़ वेल बट कंपटीटर्स इतने नहीं थे मार्केट जो था बहुत सिंगुलर मार्केट था और प्लेयर्स बहुत चुनिंदा प्लेयर्स थे इसके अंदर लेकिन फिर हुआ क्या ना कि ये ये मतलब ये वो टाइम था कि जब है ना इन्होंने खुद से कंपटीशन बनाना शुरू किया देर वर मोर कंटेंट दैट दे प्रोड्यूसिंग दे वर ट्राइंग टू लेवरेज दिस फॉर यू नो व्हाट डेवलपमेंट परिजनेस मॉडल नेटफ्लिक्स वही करते आया वो हमेशा वही करते रहेगा when i watched uh, you know secret games it was bahut matlab it, it it was a big hit you know everyone wanted to watch secret games they people just blindly went upon into buying uh, uh, subscriptions for amazon for mirzapur uh, went into buying subscriptions for netflix for watching secret games and so i remember a statement from subhash going back 2018 he said that in the next 5 years ott will you know ott will surpass the total number of viewers in a movie theater or on any other traditional uh, yeah, platform that happened and you would see high higher and higher numbers of increase into into this mm-hmm. sector fast forward to today that has been a reality i mean cut short the part of covid as well if the covid has not been there still this has the, the, the competition was created back then and there itself lekin as i say ki har cheez ka ek time hota hai today why netflix is suffering for uh, this backlash shayad i don't have the concrete answer but what i could say is saturation one part is saturation i mean aaj market mein zomato aur swiggy hai correct the moment i talk to you about let's order some food ar chandan i'm hungry there are these two apps come to my mind. so the probability is 50 50 that either you will choose swiggy or either you will choose zomato whatever is uh, favorable right. for you and which will deliver the fast correct but now let's just say that their quality of delivery services is, has not been good you know that the amount of quality uh, that they are providing has not been good delivery time is taking longer or whatever be the reason so there comes a person with another idea ki ye log bahut time le rahe main ek batata hu mera product mere delivery service jo 10 minute nahi 5 minute mein deliver karega koi bolega main 4 minute mein karta hu aur aise karte 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 har kisi ka competition badhte gaya correct all they forgot about the 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 user experience that the, the 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 what they are about to deliver i mean is it even feasible or not isme kya ho jayega there there come a time where all of them would be on a similar level swiggy zomato x y z sab ek line mein aa jayenge fir kya hoga fir fir to ye matlab saturation part ho gaya they would be you know on a race to pull each other down to create something into the industry you might have heard last month or last to last month there was a very boom into zepto uh, dunzo the 10 minutes and 15 minutes food delivery and they were raising funds like crazy so why it was so ye same that that was a race which was created which was which had started so ye time tha uska waise hi netflix ka bhi time is now it has been saturated if today you don't find anything on netflix you immediately you move to amazon exactly. you don't find it on amazon you immediately move to z5 sony live woot whatever doesn't really matter right yeah and plus Netflix has been a premium service provider mm, yeah. as according to me Netflix has been like uh, you know we we'll provide uh, uh, quality content but then it would be uh, at some it would come at a premium cost and people would be uh, needed so 
So I would say somewhere or the other, there uh, the prom the delivery has not been promising. But the content that they are delivering has not been promising. I remember in 2020 when Lakasa the Papel the money heist, you know they they that that they came out. People were crazy. The dark dark season two came out. People were crazy about it. So everyone wanted to buy their subscription just to watch that particular series. That made their that made their share prices zoom from somewhere I remember three seventy five dollars to seven hundred dollars okay, okay. in twenty twenty. It it boomed directly to seven hundred. I mean that is like twice the what the, it was trading just a couple of weeks ago. And today they are just you know again back to the same trend. So हर चीज का time होता है जितना जो ऊपर जाता है उतना वो नीचे भी गिरता है. उसके बाद से शायद उन्होंने वैसा content बनाया नहीं. And people found more uh, engaging content to somewhere else. Now, honestly, I'll tell about me. So, मुझे content पसंद है अभी पंचायत, TVF का, which is more relatable. Very smooth. So, I watch that. Yeah. Very, very engaging, and you know, they, you feel that as if you are yourself the player that is playing into that thing. Exactly. I mean, I feel like Abhishek Tripathi playing the role of the panchayat secretary in uh, Fulera district while I'm watching that panchayat series. So that is the magic of uh, content creation, and that is how content creation should so, be. Because TVF has played this amazing game of bringing things so natural, putting them in the way that they are right now. Yeah, if you remember, Gulak, Gulak has been my very okay. Sony Lim, ah, Sony Lim, that game. Have you? Okay, what do you think sure. about the entire uh, bubble? Okay, keeping this aside, keeping this aside. Keeping this aside, one most important thing is you. at the center so mm-hmm. uh in the next 3 4 5 years you you're pretty young yeah so yeah. in the next 4 5 6 years yeah. there're going to be some pretty big things especially the way you're working right now uh one month every city so you work in a place yeah. a month and then you just keep traveling all the time and throughout this process where do you see yourself balancing between personal life and professional life and by Personal life, and I'm straight ahead going to ask this question of marriage. <laughs> What do you think about it? Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. So I'll tell you. So I am. Um, I don't know how you might be assuming it to uh, me to be, you know, elder today. All the audience that are listening to me, but I'm yet a 99 born. I'll turn 23. I mean, I'll complete 23 next month. So I'm pretty younger. Not uh, yet at the age of marriage, but yeah, that is something which my my parents and everyone has been eyeing <laughs> on for a mm-hmm. long time. And talking of the personal, and uh, you know, the, thanks for bringing up this topic. That uh, this year it has been my resolution that I wanted to work in twelve different cities for twelve different months all the time, and that has got my interest towards vacations. And there's a reason behind it. Yesterday I made a post on LinkedIn. I don't know how many people follow me over there. So it talked about the cons of remote world. and also a part of what i have been lately feeling so i had been into a part of depression i mean on the i was on the verge of depression for the last two weeks let's say not last two weeks or last month so the reason is we graduated in 2020 i mean i graduated my batch we graduated in 2020 we came out into the covid period we were clueless we were jobless we had no place to go and that was a time when each one of us from our zone the ones who have graduated during this era we were a batch who were clueless of where to go how to start you know there was option that either to go with the traditional path i mean you are done with your ug you should go for a pg then you should go for a job or else you after your ug as well you should just start applying for more and more jobs when it was on a you know it was on a firing phase people were not hiring much and so that is one part and second part was the unconventional or the trail blazing part where you got you get to pursue what you really like So I was a people person. I was more into marketing right from my college days as well, and it was very fun for me. So I thought of, you know, let's give it a try. Let's learn more about marketing. अभी तक जो सीखा है वो तो college में सीखा है थोड़ा सीखते हैं. So I went into that. I became part of two startups. I co-founded one of them back then. I also uh, had an exit from there. I I did freelancing. I met a lot of people. But इस समय ना एक time ऐसा आ जाता है कि all of us somewhere or the other. individually we were left out you know we were you today we are sitting i mean you might be sitting in a college mm-hmm. place where you have got so many friends you move out of the room you have some friend to talk to you move out the lobby you have another 10 friends to talk to you move out of your uh, hostel you have an entire classroom of yours to express what you want or to express what you are feeling today i move out of this room i have a 3 bhk uh, flat where i have no one to talk to i move out of this house There's an entire road who which has got no one to. Hmm. 
I feel like talking to someone, the only thing left with me would be to call someone up. So that has been my lonely parameter. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that has been my lonely parameter. And plus in this phase, all of the friends, I mean, today, whatever friends that you are hanging out today, whoever you feel that you are, which are around, this is a bitter fact that one or two years down the line, everyone would be busy into their own individual lives. They would be having their own jobs. They would be having their own families. Someone would be on the verge of getting married or whatever in different cities. They would be having their own lives all together, own friends. You would be their still friend, but not as you are right now, correct? And that has been the same case with me. After that time, most of my friends went into the traditional path where I was the only one who was trailblazing into, you know, discovering my way all through, through marketing, startups and all that, which is, again, as not as simple as it seemed to be. They went into pursuing their masters. So two of my friends left back in for masters in 2021. Another two of them, they left the same year. There are just two of them which are remaining into this round where I am sitting today. And they would leave by the end of this year. I mean, not the end of this year, but by the next two months. Within the next two months. So it has been a very lonely experience for me. So, and when you talk about remote work culture, nothing can beat the feeling of talking in person. Nothing can beat that feeling of meeting that person, looking into his eyes, you know, connecting with them the way that you connect with, you know, uh, some kind of your soulmate. (laughs) On phones, on video calls, you know, people are talking about metaverse and everything. I am a believer of all of these, but from the technology perspective, from personal perspective, I would still stick to the traditional part of an office work culture, the offline work culture. Even I have the same opinion of they being irreplaceable because I have been working online, freelancing, Working on contracts, working with companies from the last, let's say, two years, yeah, since the lockdown. And I totally yes, relate to the yes. sense of that loneliness and the silence that you get. Yeah. Yes, yes. I'll tell you, today we sign, you know, like I break into so so many big deals. There have been times where I, I connect with so many big projects uh, that, you know, I would not like to say the names over here, but... Some projects which you today see, okay, okay, this exchange is coming, okay, this project is coming up in India, okay, everyone is talking about uh, this. We invest into those projects. I am the key person, point of contact of connecting them with our fund partners and we often end up investing in them as well. So work has been pretty amazing. But when it comes to, you know, this happiness, this feeling that I'm getting that today, you know what, I talked to this one guy, which all of you are watching on TV, I talked to this guy. I have got this feeling of this happiness, but I have got no one beside me to express this. Whom am I supposed to express this by the end of the day? My yesterday's post mentioned this fact also that I believe that by the end of the day, no matter how much how, how much amount of money you are earning, you might be making lakhs per day. But by the end of the day, if you have no one beside you to share that feeling and that happiness, that grudge, that feeling bad or whatever the feeling is, you had a bad day, you had a good day, you had a terrible day, horrifying, whatever it is. If you have no one to share it by, you are doing it wrong. You are the loneliest person. You have to be someone with you. Now, my team is situated in Dubai. I cannot, uh, you know, just, I cannot uh, do that part. Plus, I, I I mean, they are not of my age, first thing. But yeah, they are very friendly. But still, it cannot bridge the gap of actually meeting them and expressing. Like, I'm, uh, you know what, uh, like, Victor is kind of a brother to me. He is elder to me. I mean, I report to Victor. He's our head of comms. So I cannot just, you know, like, call him, you know, Victor, I am just feeling very bored, man. Let's catch up. Definitely not. So that has been my lonely part. And just to bridge that part, I, you know, now, you are into depression, but you get to choose whether you want to stay in this or you want to get out of it. I chose to get out of this. And the only point which I found to be viable enough was to, you know, meet more people, meet more friends. And that was the time when I came up with this resolution, as I said, of working from 12 different cities of 12 different months. And yep. That's where I came up going into workations because work is going to be there. It has always been there. It will be there for, you know, for the rest of your life until you're working, until you choose to working. So, and I, I chose to be on workations. I've been on three workations by now. Fourth one is about to head on. I'll leave next, yeah, Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so that has been about the workation. I mean, the correlation and, was, and, yeah. is actually beautiful. And yeah, there's a lot of relation that isn't it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Vivek, this is, uh, I mean, it's a it's a very, I don't know, it's a very mellow side of it, of working in a, there is a lot of glimmer that's on the peripheral, but not really in the back. Yeah, not really in the back, definitely not. 
you i meet people working from uh, home working remotely into different companies mm. and uh, when i see them just thing they are like kya nahi yaar matlab hamara to mujhe to aisa kabhi nahi lagta hai ghar se bore ho raha hai theek hai lekin aisa depression jaisi to koi baat nahi aise to hum dekh aayega tumhe bhi wo point aayega lekin farak kya hai na ki i work in a very uh, autonomous environment as i say we are a team of seven and honestly it is not like an mnc that you have a login time you have a logout exactly. time you are bounded to work within these 9 hours we work around the clock i am 24/7 online because there is there are chances that the person that i have reached out is based in us he may be replying me during my sleeping time and i have to be there on my toes back then to reply otherwise i'll miss the opportunity so there has been no such time so we are we work around the clock so it is an autonomous environment for me there is no one to instruct me that this is what you should be doing there is also no one to instruct uh, that uh, that uh, that i have got to instruct that you, you need to do this mm. i am working all by myself all i have got is my performance which i can show off by, uh, i can show based on my results correct, so correct. Uh, so it, uh, it has been you know this is a very that. interesting conversation the segways that we took from crypto to a point of uh the personal yeah, no, really no, good I'm not conversation of, yeah, yeah. Vivek, so before we end, would you want to say something to the audience? <laughs> something to the audience. Okay, pretty interesting. I would like to say, man, uh, today wherever you are, whatever you are doing, so just go for it. But the one thing that you could always let go of is people. Look, what will people think? What will people think of? First thing, the first most foremost thing is look, what will people think? when i started my personal uh, branding journey on linkedin my friends used to make fun of me you know like and they were like are you mad about people go out there on linkedin to find jobs you are posting about your regular to do i mean uh, to do list on uh, linkedin are you mad who does this i'm like don't know man but i like it if it like if if it makes sense for you it do, it does not need to you know make sense for anyone else if you are liking it just go for it do it and it's good to stay confused good very good to stay confused i'm telling you i am today so so grateful that today i have got around 12 to 15 of my friends i mean i have guided them for the right thing that they were looking for all of them connected with me through linkedin or some or the other source of platform and all of them were very in a very confused dilemma that you know what i have done my engineering i have done my bba i want to go into marketing someone was like i want to go into you know film production there was one guy he said i want to go into film production I said definitely what is stopping for you I said but you know it is uncertain i said then what is not uncertain you have done your bba do you know this is certain you will get a job are you certain about it he said no but i know that i will okay then i said okay if, if you get a job is there a chances that whatever you are hoping for you'll get a job of 10 lp would you get that he said nahi wo to time mein ho jayega i said exactly ye bhi to time mein ho hi jayega mm-hmm. when i started this was my biggest fear i was like whether or not i would succeed coming from a mechanical background my i'll tell you my cv was it included mechanical uh, my expertise cad creo all the software which i knew it also included my interest into marketing there was this one i'm and i'm today i'm very glad i'm very grateful to all the people that i've met in my life and i believe that all of them had had a very crucial role to play to show me the right path i was was once interviewing for a job which was a mechanical job just after my graduation days and uh, the that hr looked into my degree and she said what exactly are you looking for i said a job she said no but that doesn't look like it you have written you are interested into this marketing communication all this event how is that helpful for this role and you are stating your uh, uh, mechanical expertise at the end that means that is of your secondary interest that was the time when i clicked that exactly this is not what i want i want what has been on my primary interest i created a cv of mine of all the marketing things whatever i knew back then then i went into learning more about that then i started joining startup but then of course when you you know you always choose and i'm telling you nothing of this nothing of this is going to be easier whatever that you are thinking ki mujhe ye karna hai ye pasand hai bas isne kaha isliye kar deta hu aasan hoga nahi hoga bilkul nahi hoga bahut mushkil hoga in fact all the odds will be against you and so it was for me the startup i joined it was only three of us for six months i was doing the same task again and again every day getting up doing the same thing going back to sleep we were not moving even a single step ahead 
I realized we need a team. I realized that we need to move. We need to change. We need to change the perspective. That went into self-analyzing more, learning more about it. And what are the things in business? Startups, I got to know about it. I got to know about it. ऐसे करते करते सीखते गए सीखते सीखते आगे बढ़े फिर वो हो जाता है एंड देन फिर एक पॉइंट ऐसा आता है ना व्हेनेवर इट इज ऑन अ लो यू स्टार्ट यू स्टार्ट गेटिंग डाइसी थॉट्स यू नो बायस थॉट्स कि शायद ये नहीं क्वेश्चन व्हाट वी डिड या क्वेश्चन देयर एग्जिस्टेंस या कि शायद ये नहीं करना था आई वी रिमेंबर आवर लास्ट टॉक ऑन ब्लूलन आई सेड दिस वन दैट आई वाज अ पर्सन हु जस्ट बिफोर द कोविड हिट जस्ट बिफोर द लॉकडाउन वाज देयर आई वाज सिटिंग इन द कॉन्फ्रेंस रूम आई वाज गेटिंग अ जॉब ऑफर Yeah, I was getting a job offer. The HR was there. Three of the HR were two of the HR and one was the technical head. I don't remember. They were sitting in front of me. Everything was discussed, and they were right about to discuss the salary. And I said, you know what? I don't find myself a good fit for this role. The HR was like, she gave me a look like, what? Are you listening to yourself? I said, yeah. I said, I don't think I'm a good fit. She said, then why? What do you think? Are you good fit? I said, I'm more of a people person. I like connecting to people. You know, some kind of. I said something different over there that I, I would, I would be interested if you have such a role with you. And she said, "Are you understanding that you're denying a role into the final round of interview?" I said, "Yeah, I'm sure. I don't want to do this. This is not of my interest." And plus, it was a job at a very big MNC, which had a promise of you know working for eighteen months for them, and then by uh, after eighteen months, they were moving me to Germany for some uh, external course or practice over there, and with a very good hefty package. बट वो जो मजा था ना वो किक नहीं उसमें किक नहीं थे वो मजा नहीं था वो पैसे दिख रहे थे लेकिन वो पैसे में मजा नहीं लग रहा था लेफ्ट नहीं करना है ये फिर आफ्टर ऑल दिस लॉन्ग वन ईयर लेटर आफ्टर स्टार्टअप एंड एवरी थिंग वेन आई वेंट इन टू दिस स्टेज ऑफ स्टार्ट सच पॉइंट वेर आई वॉज इवन क्वेश्चनिंग द स्टार्टअप वेर आई एम वर्किंग फॉर आई स्टार्टेड गेटिंग दॉट की शायद यार वो वाला ऑफर छोड़ के गलत तो नहीं किया शायद मतलब वो शायद ले लेता तो ठीक होता था लेकिन फिर Then, then it came a point कि यार अब तो अपन निकल लिए और पीछे मुड़ना सीखे नहीं तो मिलेंगे तो अभी वो पार आई सी यू ऑन दी अदर साइड सो दैट वॉज फॉर श्योर नो टर्निंग बैक एंड सींग ऑन दी अदर साइड वेंट अपॉन ऑन एंड ऑन एंड यफ दैट गॉट माई इंटरेस्ट इन टू क्रिप्टो वेब थ्री आई मेट न्यू ट्राइव आई एम वेरी ग्रेटफुल फॉर ट्वेंटी ट्वेंटी वन आई है एंड ऑफ द ईयर आई राइट वन थिंग विच आई एम वेरी मच ग्रेटफुल फॉर दिस वन ईयर सो फॉर ट्वेंटी ट्वेंटी वन इट हेज न्यू ट्राइव कैपिटल फॉर मी दट दिस हेज बीन द बेस्ट थिंग इन माई फॉर ट्वेंटी ट्वेंटी टू आई एम गेट डिस्कवरिंग एंड यफ सो दैट इज हाउ इट हेज बीन सो जस्ट वॉट एवर इट इज दैट यू आर थिंकिंग ऑफ आई लव डूइंग दिस जस्ट गो फॉर इट ब्यूटिफुल Entire realm of experimentation and getting into stuff rather thinking, ये लोग क्या सोचेंगे? क्या सोचेंगे? Yeah, actually, क्या सोचेंगे? Thanks a lot, thanks a lot, man. Thanks a lot, Vivek. It's been a wonderful conversation. Yeah. I mean, this is one of the episodes that I'm recording after a very long time, but totally, totally worth yeah. it, and I loved uh, hosting you. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks for coming. Okay, thanks. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. The indeed the honor is mine. Thank you for inviting me, and it was so so good to you know be here. Thank you, Chandni. You have been amazing host. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's the conversation between me and Vivek Mehta. This is High on Tranquility, the podcast about people, stories, and experiences, and a lot more. Well, my name is Chandan Perla, and you are listening to High on Tranquility. See you in the next one.